0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, hour one. Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone lines are open, 877-973-7425. You're welcome to be a part of the program as always. Text Eric to three three seven seven seven. You can get the show notes, get the stack of stuff for the day, get the podcast live stream, all that. Importantly, though, and I do want to start the show with this because I realized yesterday when I talked about it, uh, some of the stations only carry the first two hours. You got to wait till the weekend to get the third hour. So I want to tell you that this week I've I prepared it, we're proofing it. I'm going to send out a a cookbook of all of the holiday recipes. Uh, that you could possibly need, my gravy recipe, my famous gravy recipe. People literally around the world email me about this gravy recipe. It'll be in there, so you'll have it. You'll have all the Thanksgiving breakfast recipes, how I smoke my turkey, the turkey brine, the desserts, the pie recipes, the bread recipes, the dressing, homemade cornbread dressing. All of that stuff will be in it. All you need to do is text the word RECIPE to 33777, RECIPE singular, not plural. I'll send you back a link, and you can subscribe to the recipes list. And I'm going to send out the PDF. Uh, it's got uh, how many recipes does this thing have? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 28, 29, 30, 33, 33, 34, 39, 40, 41 recipes in it. It's got breakfast appetizers, gravy, sauces, soups, salads, entrees, sides, breads, desserts. So text RECIPE, singular, not plural, RECIPE, to 33777. Follow the link and subscribe. You'll get it later this week. We're in the process of proofing it right now. uh, And then we can call it quits for the rest of the year on the recipes because you'll have plenty to make. All right. I got to (sighs) begin where I don't want to go. This is not a, a, a news topic right now. This is a talk topic, but one of my affiliates, in fact, it was the very first affiliate to take a chance on me in New England. It's WICC in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Industrial Capital of Connecticut. That's what WICC stands for. You're listening, some of you live on that station right now as I talk. And one of the townships, boroughs, one of the areas within that listening area is a place all of you have heard of for an unfortunate reason, Newtown, Connecticut. There was the mass shooting at the elementary school there. And there were people like Alex Jones who lied about what happened, and there are people who trusted Alex Jones, who believed the lie because they put their trust in a charlatan. Who, by the way, he's not a conservative. Alex Jones was on the radio in Austin, Texas, before he got famous, and he's a, a died-in-the-wool progressive. But he plays uh, for some for right-wing nuts online and and, and wherever he used to be on radio stations who would listen to him. He is now going to be financially ruined. there is justice in the world. But people trust Alex Jones' opinion on stuff, and so they believe that frogs are gay and the kids and parents were false flag actors. The parents sued, and, and they're going to wipe him out if they can get the money. He deserves every bit of it. Alex Jones will one day face... God in heaven and probably go to hell, but people were willing to believe him because they couldn't imagine. Part of it was they couldn't imagine that anyone would do that to elementary school kids. They just couldn't believe it. And because the media has lost so much of its credibility, they couldn't believe the media. They don't want to believe the government because the government lives. They don't want to believe the media because the media lives. So they put their trust in someone. And I'm very, very mindful of the people who put their trust in me to tell it to you straight. And, and I don't want to abuse your trust. Alex Jones doesn't care about your trust. He's willing to tell a story to make money. And I use that as an example because I've been invited by the government of Israel to watch the unedited raw footage of the October 7th massacre. The footage comes from the the Hamas terrorists wore body cameras to record the footage for propaganda purposes. Some of them recorded videos on their cell phones and those who were captured, Israel was able to get the videos off their phones. And some of it comes from the police and soldiers in the aftermath and their body camera footage documenting what happened. I've been invited on Thursday to see it, and I want you to know I'm, I'm not going. But I want you to know why I'm not going. I'm not going because I've already seen parts of it. And I can't get it out of my head. One of the images, when I close my eyes, that I see is of a father and his son who were tied together by Hamas. They were tied together, then doused in gasoline and set on fire. And the image is of a man clearly holding something you can't truly identify as his son in the fetal position, laying over on the floor. And it looks just like lumps of coal. I can't get that out of my head. I don't want to put any more in my head. I've seen that, and I've seen other horrible things. I've seen the people burned alive in the back of their car. I've seen the man whose eye was removed and force-fed to him before he was killed. These things happened. So many other horrible things happened, and there are people who can't bring themselves to believe it. In fact, when I said I was invited to do this, there were so many people who said, oh, you must go, you must go, because uh, unless you tell us it's true, I can't believe it. I I want you to know I've seen enough to know it's true. I don't need to see the rest, and I'm not willing to put that in my head for you because you won't believe anyone but me. I'm telling you I've seen enough I don't need to see anymore. It haunts me. It should haunt all of us. Yesterday, a Jewish man was beaten to death in Los Angeles, not Los Angeles of 1930, not not Los Angeles, Germany, not, not Los Angeles, Iraq, Los Angeles, California in the United States was near a protest of Palestinian supporters. And the Jewish man was beaten to death. He's dead. The medical investigator says it's a murder. Let me read you the headlines for how the American media has covered it. From CNN, man in California dies after suffering head injury at pro-Israeli and pro-Palestinian demonstrations. From the New York Times, Jewish man dies after altercation at dueling protests in California. From NBC News, Jewish man dies after hitting head in altercation at dueling pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian rallies in California. And then from ABC 7, Jewish man dies from injuries suffered at Israel-Palestine rally in Westlake Village. He was murdered by a Palestinian activist who shoved the elderly man to the ground and bashed his head into the concrete, and he died. This wasn't an accident. Notice how the media covers this. Now ask yourself if it was a white nationalist who did it to the Jewish man, how it would be covered. This is why so many people would prefer that I go watch the video footage of Hamas killing people because they can't believe the press. This is on the National Press Corps. This is on the Biden administration. You can't believe them. And then I'll tell you what's even more offensive to me. The people behind these microphones, like I'm behind this microphone, who are so damn scared of losing their audience, they want to play both sides. Oh, yes, we have to remember what Israel has done to the Palestinians. We do have to understand they've treated the Palestinians badly. We do have to understand the Palestinians feel oppressed. You don't have to understand that to understand tying a man and his son together and pouring gasoline on them and lighting them on fire is inhumane, cruel, monstrous, and those people should be destroyed. You don't have to play both sides. It is the simple minds and the stupid who play both sides when it comes to good and evil. They try to understand why the people are evil. You know why the people are evil? Because they're evil. They are without God. In the absence of God, there's evil. There are radio show hosts... On conservative radio, who want to play both sides? They want to do us well on this hand, well on that hand. Except that hand doesn't exist anymore because Hamas chopped it off and stuck it in their mouth before putting a bullet in their head. An is a Jewish man, not Israeli, an American citizen who is Jewish was killed by Palestinian protesters in Los Angeles yesterday, and the media read the headlines, read as if it was an accident. He he tripped and fell. No, he was shoved to the ground forcefully and died because his head was bashed into the concrete, and the media will not report it that way, even though the medical examiner says that's exactly what happened, and there's a homicide investigation. When confronted with evil, too many people wish to nuance it. In Washington, D.C., a Palestinian protester had this to say, hey, you need to listen to this. You need to hear this. You need to understand this woman's point. Resistance in the U.S. is justified, just like our resistance in Palestine is justified. Uh- Resistance in the U.S. is justified, just like our resistance in Palestine was justified. What was that resistance in Palestine on October 7th? Hamas went to the home of a family, pulled out the eye of a man and made him swallow it, chopped off the finger of the man's son, made him hold it, chopped off the foot of the man's daughter and made her hold it, chopped off the wife's breast and made her hold it. Then they raided the refrigerator, ate a meal, and then put bullets in their heads. That actually happened. And this woman says that resistance like that in the United States is justified. This is a call for violence in the United States. And you people who are both sides in this, shame on you. There is no both sides here. There is good and evil, and this is evil. This resistance, this call for resistance is a call for violence in this country. Progressive activists, Antifa members, and pro-Hamas supporters are tomorrow calling for an international day of action against weapons companies profiting from genocide in Palestine. You know who's committing that genocide? Not the Jews, but Hamas, who's using these people as human shields. But you wouldn't know that because they're out to get the Jews. I have the tool guide or the toolkit prepared by people. They want an international day of action in all possible cities and sites of production and headquarters of transnational weapons companies, Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, General Dynamics, Elbit Systems. They also want to focus on Amazon, Hewlett Packard, and Microsoft. They want disruption. They want violence. They want protests. They're doing this globally. They're doing this across the United States. You understand, please, these people are the enemy. And those of you who are talk radio show hosts who think you can talk out of both sides of your mouth on this, you're playing to the enemy. At some point, you have to pick a side. The media has refused to pick a side, and to the side to the extent they picked a side, they've picked the Palestinian side, constantly reporting on what Hamas's Gaza Health Ministry says. These are lies. These people are liars. These people are evil. They are terrorists. I do not need to go on Thursday to see more of that horror and put more of it in my head. I've seen enough. I don't need to see any more. I feel sorry for the people, though I understand who they can't believe it's true. They can't believe people would be that monstrous. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes, and they want me to see more, and I will not do it for any of you to see any more of what I've already seen, the horror that will not escape my mind, the horror that enrages me. You should be enraged without even having to see it, to know it's true, to know it happened, to not take both sides. There was a ceasefire on October 7th. That ceasefire was broken in the most monstrous way possible. You can't both sides that. There was peace and then there was not. There was peace and then there was terror. There was peace and now there are hostages And the people who say we need a ceasefire. We need to understand the Palestinian position. Why aren't you saying release the hostages? Why aren't you saying lay down your arms, Hamas? Because you're actually on the side of evil. And those of you trying to nuance it, those of you trying to justify it, those of you trying to play both sides, those of you not willing in the media to admit a Jewish man was murdered yesterday in Los Angeles by Palestinian activists, you may escape justice in this life. But the rest of us can take comfort in the doctrine of hell because you will not escape justice in the end and you will burn. You might as well get on the winning team now. You've still got a chance. But I suspect most of you, you don't believe in even that. You're willing to side with evil or to nuance it because you don't want to recognize the horror. You want to think of it as a false flag. You want to Alex Jones it. You're no better than him. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. The phone lines are open, 877-973-7425, but I went long in the last segment, so i only got a minute here. Uh, I will tell you, I'm looking at this uh, day of action plan. Uh, It includes things like uh, before your event, plan your debriefing, aftercare, and jail bail support plan. And during the event, make sure someone's at home prepared to make phone calls or act for jail bail support. These people expect to get arrested at these events tomorrow. Um, we're around the nation. They're preparing for a day of action against Israel, a day of action for Palestine, a day of action against major companies. These people are not on our side. They're not on the countryside. side. Vision Computers on your side, though. You need a computer for your home or your office. Vision Computers wants to take care of you. They want to be on your side. All you have to do is go to visioncomputers.com or call them at 404-COMPUTE. Let them build your computer, your PC, a laptop or a desktop. You need Windows. You got Windows. They know Windows. They know how to build a computer and how to manage Windows, and they can be your IT department for your home or your office. Imagine this. You at your home, your kids, you or at your office, all of your employees, yourself, you got a phone number that you can call. No one else has. You call it. They answer 15 seconds or less. They give you the answer to what's wrong with your computer or how to do something on your computer. You don't know how to do it. You need to do it. They can take care of you. They know these things. They want to do it for you. If you don't have vision computers, you don't have their PCs, but you want their help for a small annual fee, they can take over your office as well and all your computers. They can even remote in in many cases to help you. What you do is you go to visioncomputers.com or you call them at 404-Compute. If you call them at 404-Compute and you ask about the Eric Erickson special, you can save even more money you won't even see on their website. 404-Compute, call Vision Computers, tell them I sent you, let them build your computers and be your IT department. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425 should you wish to be on the program. I'm very happy to, to have you on the program. Um, so we need to talk about what's happening on on college campuses. The Free Press has a story out today uh, that at least 200 American colleges and universities have illegally withheld information on approximately $13 billion in undisclosed contributions from foreign regimes. It turns out that just like the Chinese have funded Confucius Institutes, uh, a number of uh, Middle Eastern countries, particularly Qatar, have been funding groups like Students for Justice in Palestine and and other groups. Um, What is it? Um, Brandeis University has now banned uh, Students for Justice in Palestine as a group on campus. It's being funded by by Middle Eastern networks and is deeply anti-Semitic. This is, again, something for Republican legislators to crack down on in states that have Republican legislatures and Republican governors. From 2015 to 2020, institutions that accepted money from Middle Eastern donors had, on average, 300% more anti-Semitic incidents than institutions that did not. From 2015 to 2020, institutions that accepted undisclosed funds from authoritarian donors had, on average... 250% more anti-Semitic instances, incidents than institutions that did not. At least 200 American colleges and universities illegally withheld information on approximately $13 billion in undocumented contributions from foreign regimes, many of which are authoritarian. Campuses that accept undisclosed money are on average 85% more likely to see campaigns targeting academic scholars for sanction, including campaigns to investigate, censor, demote, suspend, or terminate. This is all information from the Nat, uh, Network Contagion Research Institute, NCRI. Now, let's talk on a very serious note here. You know, the, the, the coming back in voice sometimes says, uh, uh, occasionally funny, this, this is, I'm struggling to be funny and stuff like this. There, there, there aren't a lot of appropriate jokes or even inappropriate jokes that can be made on this stuff. There isn't a punchline. We've just become a punching bag, and and I I want to explain to you that uh, a lot of you kind of were dismissive, and I know because you emailed me. The sixteen nineteen project and stuff like that. It, it was no big deal. It wasn't mounting to anything. But you're, we're we're now starting to see. The chicken's coming home to roost in what's been going on on college campuses and in, in high schools. And where it's really particularly bad, you should know, is private schools. A lot of wealthy private schools have gotten extremely woke. Was it Woodard Academy? Uh, In, in Atlanta, I had a, a friend of mine who was a teacher there, and he, he finally got fed up uh, the pronoun games and, and – uh, the campus has a is a military background and and they were afraid of triggering students by bringing up the military background and stuff this, this sort of stuff the indoctrination of your kids and your neighbors kids it's starting to play out in violent ways in this country calls to resist just just think about it let's let's let let's take the rhetoric in in Israel in Israel We are told the Israelis are occupiers because their skin is lighter and so they appear to be European. Therefore, they're the occupiers, and they're on native Palestinian land. Think about the rhetoric in this country. We're we're on the the Waskapoo land of of Wakadu Island, and and we we make homage to the Apia Indians and and or the Native Americans, because God forbid you call them Indians, because that's what Christopher Columbus thought they were. So they're Native Americans. You're a Native American. I'm a Native American. But we're supposed to call them Native Americans, and we're supposed to apologize to the Wachapee tribe because we're on their land well guess what if we're the occupiers and they're the occupied you've got all these palestinian protesters saying resistance is justified that means violence is justified so when the what well, oppi oppi come and chop you up they're justified in doing it according to these radicals on college campuses who have been indoctrinated by college professors It was all fun and games until people's eyeballs started getting plucked out and they were forced to eat them before somebody put a bullet in their head in Jerusalem. It's all fun and games before a college student killed a Jewish man on the streets of Los Angeles yesterday. Think about the rise of the anti-Asian violence, of how did it get started? Remember, there was a guy in Atlanta, Georgia, who went into an Asian spa and killed the people who worked there. The true story is that the man was a sex addict, was going to the spas for sex, and decided the only way to get over his sex addiction was to murder the women he was having sex with at the spa. Now, we're not supposed to talk about that. You know, all these little Asian massage parlors around, Uh, We make jokes about the happy endings, but we're not supposed to put two and two together and say, oh, that's these women were innocent victims of a crime, but they were also prostituting themselves in many of these places around the country. That's what's going on. But let's ignore that because they were victims of the murderer. And then suddenly, because Trump was president, it was all anti-Asian violence. It was all about anti-Asian hate. No, it wasn't. It was a crazy man with a sex addiction. But the media went overboard with anti-Asian hate and all the anti-Asian hate. Look at all the anti-Asian. Well, it turned out disproportionately the people committing violence against Asians were young black men. So you had that professor at the University of Colorado Boulder who ran the the op-ed that really what's happening is these young black men live in an oppressive, systemically racist society of white people. And so the young black men are lashing out on more successful minorities as a way to unleash what's been unleashed on them. They're getting these other minorities back because these other minorities disproportionately have prospered where they haven't. And it's all because the white man and the white man is bad and it's all the white man's fault. And people looked at that and said, that's kind of insane, but that's what our kids are being taught in public institutions. It is crazy. And then when it turned out from the FBI data disproportionately, it was young black men who were the ones killing the Asian people in the country. And and notice they said Asian broadly, but it was Chinese, Japanese, uh, Taiwanese, Vietnamese, Uh, East Asian, uh, it wasn't Indian subcontinent Asians, it was East Asian who were being targeted and suddenly the conversations all dried up. They still give lip service to it. But they don't really want to talk too much about it because it was young black men who were doing most of the killing. And the media peddles these lies. What about Michael Brown? Remember in, in Ferguson, hands up, don't shoot. It didn't happen. It was a mythology. It was a lie. Turns out he lunged for the police officer. The media dropped the coverage with Trayvon Martin and uh, what's his name, George Zimmerman, who shot him. Suddenly we learned that it was only then that they started talking about, well, he was a white Hispanic, not a black Hispanic. Everything had to be seen through a racial lens to be able to justify or not justify what was going on. This is all a product of stuff coming out of college campuses. It's members of the media who've gone through those college programs who have been indoctrinated. It's why the 1619 Project was so nefarious and bad because it's teaching more and more... The victimization, victim, colonizer, colonizing, colonized, decolonization, woke history, propaganda. And it's not real history. It is propaganda. These progressives have blood on their hands, but they don't see it that way because they're in their own little cult. But your children who are going through public schools that are using the 1619 Project, or look in California. In California, they expect public school students now to learn about colonization and decolonial efforts. That's how the public schools in California are now going to teach people like this Palestinian propaganda. If you're white, you're a colonizer. If you're non-white, you are, uh, you are colonized. But it depends on the gradient of your skin color to decide just how colonized you are. Or you might be on the side of the bad guys. This is what they're teaching in schools. You, you Listen, it was one thing for you last year to be dismissive of this and say this isn't true, but you're now seeing the chickens come home to roost, where the Israelis who have a multi-thousand-year claim to the land on which they live are called colonizers for being allowed back into their homeland, and the people who actually colonized the homeland, they're somehow the victims. Or you got the athlete who the, the, who won the track race the other day who is a man who runs as a woman who literally said that just because he has testicles doesn't make him a man. Yeah, you heard me right. Yes, that, that was his actual argument, that testicles do not make him just because he has them doesn't make them a man. Of course, he wants to use she pronouns. I refuse to do it because it's a dude and he won a race. And they're treating him as a woman because he identifies as a woman or like ellen page in in the movie juno where she was pregnant and gave birth and didn't have an abortion and now she wants to be known as elliot page and that makes the movie so confusing and upside down and it's all a bunch of madness but this madness is pervasive on college campuses they are indoctrinating our children and it is leading now to violence How many dead Jews in the streets of Los Angeles must we have before you realize that people are being poisoned in the academy? People's brains are being poisoned by the media. People's brains are being poisoned by the New York Times. People's brains are being poisoned, and that poisoning is now causing them to go out into the streets of America and unleash violence. Look at the white kids in Atlanta, Georgia, protesting the police training facility, the Antifa types. They've literally firebombed buildings. Have you heard about it in the national press? No, but it's actually happened. They've set fire to a youth facility because it was tied to the contractor building the police facility. And the national media covers it up. How many of your news media outlets, I, I get complaints all the time about uh, CBS, hear about it all the time. CBS reports on what the Gaza Health Ministry has said without referring to it as a propaganda arm of Hamas. People understand they're being played. More and more people have clued into the fact they are being played by the media. They are being played. This is a real evil in our society, and they're unaccountable. That They refuse to be held accountable. And then you've got these idiots at the White House. you got the transgender shooter. Um, Hale, who shot up Covenant Presbyterian School We now have the manifesto And you will recall that the White House Lashed out at Americans for possible anti-trans hate After the transgender shooter killed a bunch of kids The White House was worried about the transgender community A bunch of Jews die in Israel And the White House is worried about Islamophobia The White House is complicit in the evil And it is evil These aren't mixed up priorities and these aren't screwed up people. They're people indoctrinated into value systems that are hostile to our way of life. We can't peaceably coexist with people who call for violent resistance in this country because of what they believe or perceive slights through the product of lies and indoctrination. The people who make you apologize for occupying the land of some Indian tribe you've never heard of or might have heard of, those people are complicit in an evil in twisting a truth. The devil in the garden asked, did God really say? And then when Jesus was in the desert, the devil started twisting the words of Scripture, trying to tempt Jesus. We've got all these people twisting people's words, trying to tempt others to act in violence, and too many of them are falling for it, and it is just like the devil, evil. And so all of you who have kids, for some of you it's too late, but for plenty of you it's not, and you need to be more mindful of this. What we're seeing fester in the streets of America and on our news channels and in our newspapers, it's the chickens coming home to roost from this intersectional postmodern woke culture. Truth is not compatible with it. And these people are playing to emotions and fears to get around the truth. And you need to get your children and yourselves committed to truth. There is real truth, and you need to commit to it. And in the present day, in the present fight, there's real good and there's real evil. And you don't get to nuance between it or you're on the side of evil. It's time for the wake-up call. All the stuff that's been happening on college campuses, the insane, bat crap, crazy stuff we've all seen, we're paying the consequences. We're seeing the consequences. A Jewish man is dead on the streets of Los Angeles by a Palestinian activist, and the media cannot call it murder because the media cannot confront evil and grapple with it because they become so nuanced to it, they're part of it. Don't be part of evil. One of the great groups that's fighting back against all this sort of nonsense is Patriot Mobile. They're funding conservative parents around the country with their profits. You move your business to Patriot Mobile, they grow their profits, and then they grow their giving to conservative causes and candidates who are not prone to the madness of the day. What you do is you go to PatriotMobile.com Eric, PatriotMobile.com E-R-I-C-K. You move your cell phone service to them. You move your cell service to them. They give you guaranteed great service using the same cell towers you're probably already using, and then... They grow the giving to the conservative movement. If you don't want to do it on the phone, you can call them 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you to get free activation. You're talking to people in the U.S. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. They want your business. They share your values. They fund the causes you care about. They give you great service on the same cell towers you're probably already using. And you can even keep your same phone number. All you do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome this hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. I just want to thank them for being partners with me, getting the show off the ground. They've been with me the whole while. They're good people, the Frost family. They've been helping businesses grow since the early 90s, and they work nationwide. If you're a business, you're buying a building for your business. You're you're building a building for your business. You're buying a franchise, investing in a franchise. You're buying out a franchise. You're expanding your franchise. You're buying out a business partner or a competitor. Deals like that, and you need $250,000 or more to do it. Banks are giving you the runaround. These are the sorts of deals First Liberty does. They want to be able to help you. Give them a call. Go to FirstLibertyGA.com. Get all their contact info there. Spend 10 minutes with them on the phone. See if they're a fit for you. See if you're a fit for them. They They do a great job. or more for your business for these sorts of deals, FirstLibertyGA.com. Tell them I sent you. Let the Frost family see if they can help your business grow. FirstLibertyGA.com. And and this goes for all of you nationwide, um, wherever you are, uh, Connecticut to California. Now, I got to just one more plug for you here. I've been running long on these segments, and, and I don't have a lot of time, but I have put together my family holiday recipes uh, how I smoke my turkey, what my turkey brine is, how to use a turkey brine, how to make cornbread dressing, uh, the chocolate pie that I make, the pecan pie, the bourbon pecan pie my wife makes, uh, the pot roast. If you if you don't want a turkey and you want a pot roast, it's in there. The appetizers we serve to friends from pimento cheese to spinach artichoke dip to my world-famous gravy. You want my gravy recipe. The secret is the onion, and you use the onion in such a way that the people who hate onions will wind up loving the gravy. And then you use flour, not cornstarch, and I tell you how to make it so it's not lumpy. And how to make the stock from the turkey neck while your turkey's smoking or roasting. It's all there. It's all free. You do not have to pay a penny. You need to sign up, though, because we're going to push it out as a PDF later this week so you can print it out, the recipes you want. What you have to do is text the word RECIPE, singular, RECIPE, not recipes, but RECIPE, singular, to 33777. You're going to get a link back. You click that link. And you put in your email address. And when you do it, we're going to send it out later this week. I I put it together. It's about 41 different recipes you can pick and choose from, including the gravy recipe, the world-famous gravy recipe. I want you all to be able to have them. It's what I'm using for Thanksgiving this year. You can use it too. Um, And you get all these recipes as a PDF printout of what what you want. These may become your family favorites as well, but I want you to be able to have them but you need to be subscribed to the recipe list. So text recipe to 33777, click the link, put in your email address. Later this week, I'll send out the PDF. When we come back, there's panic at the White House. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.